If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And welcome back to another episode of 99 Potions, the premier fanbite RPG podcast. And I do mean welcome back because I am welcoming back the real crew, the big crew, the big three original OGs, me, first and foremost, followed by one featured contributor for the website, Natalie Flores. Hi. Are we going to be like the, the Zelda Triforce? Mm, okay. Which one are you? Wisdom, Wisdom power, power, and Courage. courage. Um, you know, I think I fit all of them. No, 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 Natalie, no, 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 Natalie, Natalie, no, 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 no. You have one, and it is power. Okay. I was gonna say wisdom, but if you insist, sure. Come on, it's wisdom depending on which of us has the brain cell. That is true. We ping pong it. Yesterday was mine. I think today it might be yours. So maybe John will be wisdom. Okay, I'll be wisdom. Stephen, your courage for hosting today. Yeah. Yeah. The courage is what prompted that and not Jordan uh, five seconds before we started (laughs) saying, Stephen, you're hosting. (laughs) Listen, courage can take many forms. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a little pink dog. Yeah. Sometimes it's just. uh, I miss that show. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my spirit animal, I think, is courage, the cowardly dog. Ah. I think if that if the being the Triforce of Courage gives me that. I think I'll take that. Also, Jordan's in the chat says that that is on HBO Max and that kind of makes me want to go watch it. Honestly, I did not know that. I'm going to see whose HBO Max subscription I can mooch off of. Then. Yeah. yeah, I got a list for you, Natalie. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I have a mooch list. I I absolutely have like a piece of paper that just has like, OK, what are the passwords and usernames from all the different streaming services from all the people who are paying for that shit? Because I ain't. Yeah. John, do you pay for your streaming services? <laughs> Natalie, you're like so accusatory. Oh, no, because oh, I was trying I, to segue because you introduced me and not John officially. So I was trying to segue, but mm-hmm. I think I just sound accusatory <laughs> when I address John all times. The, the head of Fanby Media, John Warren, does pay for 100% of the streaming services he uses. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Well, that's not cool of you. It's not cool. I know. There, no. Natalie, I can't name you a cool thing about me. You have hmm. incredible taste <laughs> uh, in people. That Your hair the, is really good. That is the, the absolute best <laughs> silence I think that's ever been. <laughs> I was, I was really thinking. Podcast. It was you really are, good. 
you are genuinely, I think, one of the funniest people I know, especially when you're yeah, you in are. a group like oh, oh you are. God. We do not need to do this. I, I just made a joke about. No, 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 John. No, 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 no. We picked up on what you were putting. Change it to the Triforce of humor. No, 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 no. Now Jordan did say hair. I agree. That's the only good thing. Thank you. That's not the only good thing by a country mile. And you should know you're from Texas. Anyway, but yeah, I pay for all my streaming services like a narc. Yeah, it's true. Oh, well. Hey, you know, that is another cool thing about you is that you pay for those <laughs> that, I'm a so that we that we children. <laughs> well, you know, somebody has to pay for it somewhere along the chain so that the young poor people like us, like Natalie specifically, not so much me anymore. I just had a birthday. Um, so I'm officially old now. So we can, you know, but you're you're like an immortal vampire, Stephen. I talk about that. We are coming off of the um, Providence trip, um, which is one of the things that kept this uh, main crew apart for so long. And I think why we're kind of doing a little bit of uh, catch up here. But one of the first things that Michael Hyam told me was uh, (laughs) uh, like when I told uh, him my real age, he like did a spit take and like said, you look way younger than that. Jordan also says in the chat, Stephen does look identical to how they look 10 years ago when I met them. Yeah. You look so young, Steven. Yeah. I'm the only, it's just by virtue of comparison because I'm the only person in my family who probably moisturizes and conditions. Yeah, like you're in a good spot because you're you're young enough that people don't assume that you're a child going to a doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> um, God, there's nothing that made me feel more alive than reading that tweet <laughs> from okay, you. Let, let me share that story. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have been open here and there about how I've been dealing with chronic pain for the last several years. Um, I have two herniated discs. And so last week we went to go see a neurosurgeon for the first time because my doctor was like, hey, so before I assign you to physical therapy or like try to find a cure, um, I want to make sure that we know exactly what the problem is. So it got sent to a neurosurgeon, go to the hospital, uh, which was actually the hospital where I was born, coincidentally, um, many uh, millennia ago, of course, because um, yeah, I'm old and powerful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I go to one office and my mom, I guess she got the number wrong and they sent her to another one. So we go to that one. And so I walk in or we walk in and there's just elderly people in the entire office. Like there's no one below the age of 80, I promise. And so I walk in and I'm like, damn, okay. So like, I know that what I got, like having these problems at the age of 24, not the most common thing, but also not the rarest thing. Um, so we go up to the front desk and we're like, hey, so we're here to see the doctor. But we're seeing that the, the names on the cards for the doctor, the name is not the same as the one that we got. Um, so we were like, are we in the wrong place? Um, and so I was asking like, hey, like is fulanito here? Is this doctor here? <laughs> and... <laughs> And she goes, um, we don't see children in this office. The doctor doesn't see children. And I was like, I, I like took a moment and I said in the most pathetic voice, I'm actually 24. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like she just like short circuits for one moment. She's like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's like, what's your name? And I give her my name and she looks at the system. And that was not where we were supposed to be. She was like, you should call the office to see, you know, uh, which number it is. It was a different number. Um, but like, it was so like, I walked out of that office and I was like, we don't see children in this office. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And my mom was like on the phone calling the office. And I'm just like, did you hear that? They said they don't see children. And it was just so maddening. I, and, this and, is then, just, and then, <laughs> and then Natalie, what happened like a week later? No, cause that this was, wait, really? Didn't you tweet out again, like uh, two days ago that somebody else did the same exact thing? Also no, thought you were a child? I don't think so. Because I think, because someone commented when I put up that tweet, when I was like, they said they don't see children at this office. What the fuck? Because um, someone was like, oh God, it's the second time that it happens, like in a, in a month. And then I checked back and the last time that it happened, it was actually in the span of a week. So it was actually twice in one week. But I mean, oh my God, I don't know if it's happened in the last two days. I don't think so. I haven't gone out. Um, no one's perceived I'm, me. I'm surprised they didn't ask you about your measles booster or something. <laughs> but yeah, time, it was time for your mumps and rudetella uh, or whatever. Um, God, that's so Y'all, amazing. I was <sighs> Now, again, we did all just meet each other in person for the first time in Providence recently. And yeah. Natalie is incredibly tiny. To be, yeah, to be like the thing that but keeps happening is that you don't look like I, a child, though, Natalie. No, yeah, you I don't would, look like a child. Yeah, and no. it's like I don't know, maybe it was the mask that I had it on, but I don't know. But like, people keep doing this, and it's gonna feel good in about ten to fifteen years. But right now, it doesn't feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, because like that is a thing that I always have. Like I told everyone at Fanbyte before the trip, I was like. One of y'all, I've told you exactly how short I am. And one of y'all, the first thing that you're going to say when you see me is you're so short. And it was yeah. either Stephen or Elise because they were the first that perceived me after Kenneth. And I've right. already met Kenneth in person. Um, I think it was Elise. I was like, oh, my God, you're so small. And I was like, I know, bitch. Like, yeah. So, like, I just damn. love. I just love how small we are as an outlet for the most part. It's just a really great feeling. Like short kings and queens everywhere. It's great. Yeah. It's true. The tall people are Funky and Steven, and Steven. right? And yeah, pretty much. And yeah, that's that's about Damn. it. Jay was all, Jay's also tall. Jay Jay's is pretty tall. Also tall. Yeah. yeah, we miss you, Jay. And we miss you, Jay. Yeah, it's a um, shame we had to let her go because she was bringing up the height average too she's much. Bringing up the height average. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Jay is not dead, according to Jordan. She was Jay's. just eliminated, we, like we, in Squid Game, because we no! were like, oh, she's she's too tall. So her, I her, miss it, Jay too much it, for that joke. Her internship <laughs> ended. That's all. That's her, all. Her internship ended. Um, <laughs> Natalie, the way you followed that up made it sound like you were like, "Yeah, John, I I know what you mean." Yeah, Her yeah, that's a cool, cool euphemism, John. Um, cool euphemism for internships nowadays. Are they not like you know things that you just compete with like hundreds of people against in order to get that, that, like, a bit of Natalie? Money? No. It's kind of what you're describing. It's kind of what you're describing as something else. No, no. Um, well, something else we can describe is the topic of this week's episode because uh, things are a little bit uh, out of order here in, what is this, October? I'm hearing? I'm yeah, hearing it's, it's October. October. 
Yeah. The first it's week of October. The scary, spooky, crazy side of the year. You have such an amazing musical voice. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. Happen on Halloween. Okay. Uh, (laughs) We've missed um, the September News Quest last week, so we're going to do it here in October, and then we'll probably have another one at the end of October, I guess. I don't think we're just going to keep pushing it down the the road, but we needed to wait for some big announcements, um, which, okay, with the joke announcement that we did mention before, this was the uh, Sora is in Super Smash Brothers thing, and then I did remember that Super Smash Brothers is not an RPG. (laughs) No, but, but Sora no, it's is part of an RPG. That Sora is mm. in it. Like, okay. I think it's something that we can talk about. Like how the game sucks. Yeah, how yeah. it's bad. Like how Kingdom Hearts is bad. Yeah, I say this as somebody who used to be obsessed with Kingdom Hearts, but Same. Kingdom Hearts does not hold up. George's <laughs> reminding us that we did talk about Dota 2 last week, which I don't know if I would call an RPG either. It's it's uh it, it, is a would, multi, it is a multiplayer online battle arena. But you level up and like get gear for your characters in every single round. It's just a hyper condensed RPG. That's you, all level it takes. Up you level up in several modes of Smash Brothers as well. Characters. Yeah, but not the main mode mm, where you're just like punching people. Sure. Anyway, Sora's in Chris it. Pratt. Sora's in it. Yeah, Chris Sora, Pratt. Sora's in it. I will. I, I do think it's worth talking because I don't. I don't know when else will. I don't think it'll come up on Channel F. I don't think it'll come up on another thing. Uh, I do think it is funny that um, you know Sora was announced. It was actually my pick for the most likely character to be the last smashed character. Um, but I was hoping it wouldn't be him because I think Kingdom Hearts is bad. But that's fine. We don't have to get into that. Um, but. It is so funny to me that not a single fucking Disney character is in the game. Like, it's just, it just nothing. Just absolutely Disney nothing. Disney was like, we'll be nice. Except not for the keychain. Nice. You, you can have the keychain, the Mickey keychain, but that's it. Yeah. It's just <clears> very <throat> funny to me. Yeah, I mean, I think it was Jan Ochoa from Giant Bomb was out there saying, like, uh, that his final smash should just be um, Donald Duck coming out and casting Zeta Flare and killing everyone. That would be great. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But it, it's not even that. It's like one of the worst final smashes, I think, is in the game. And it's just like, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's like if you're going to if you're going to go Kingdom Hearts, then I think you got to go all the way with Kingdom Hearts. You do. You got to get all the bullshit in there. But um, the, uh, here's the good things about this announcement. Yeah. The stage is pretty stage cool. Is very cool. Pretty cool. Hollow yeah. Bastion was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did it. They did it. They did it well in, in Smash. So I thought that was cool. And if we get simple and clean in the Smash Brothers, but we don't. Uh, that's worth it. We don't. No, no, no. That was confirmed. They, they listed the tracks not. that were they were listed the tracks that were coming to the game and simple and clean is not on that list. So that was going to be my next question because I did not watch this event. I was playing Final Fantasy at the time, a real Square Enix game. And uh, <laughs> um, that I was like seeing people saying like, oh, I bet that won't actually be in there because when they put Cloud in the game, the musical selection was also really dirty. It was like yeah. really bad. It was it was not super, yeah, it was not super robust. And so there were like six tracks, I think, but none of them were simple and clean. Incredible. Um, so they, basically nobody is happy about this, right? Oh, no. Are you kidding me? There are a million people happy about this no. that just want, yes, there are. There are like no. so many Kingdom Hearts perverts that like would not shut up yesterday about like, how this is one of the best things that ha- that's happened to them this year. I'm not kidding. Like this was great news people are for very people. Excited. People are very excited. Are I don't understand excited, it. 
Um, no, because I don't like Kingdom Hearts anymore. Yeah. I was going to ask, because I know you used to also be in the pervert trenches with me. I was big pervert trenches. Like, I, my last project as an intern at Pace Magazine was, like, this monstrous lore explainer for every fucking game as Kingdom Hearts 3 approached. And, like, I just... I inhaled that shit. I knew the lore, everything. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I was like, damn, this doesn't hold up. And also, it feels ancient. It like, feels no so improve- old. Yeah, it's just no... One of those stagnant series, in my opinion. Mm. And it's just, you know, it's, it's cool to kind of, like, get people excited about little lore pieces here and there. But when that becomes the main way in which you dispense the information about your universe like i'm not gonna get a fucking new console to play the rhythm Kyrie game where right. clearly nomura doesn't give a shit about her and yeah. like no and kingdom hearts 3 was just it, it had some good moments like when it capitalized on the nostalgia and specifically in the last parts where you reunite with everyone that was cool but yeah it, it was really disappointing overall and so i think i've just completely lost interest in the series as a result and i, I know i'm far from the only one um for some people that magic is still there um <clears throat> i did see a lot of people saying yesterday like maybe i wouldn't have liked kim hearts if it didn't come out at the right time in my life um for some people it came out when they were a little older than Kingdom Hearts' target audience, but I don't know. Kingdom Hearts feels like it doesn't know what it wants to be a lot of the time. Um, so, I mean, I was happy for people who like Sora and still like Kingdom Hearts. Um, I think the other popular uh, guest was Waluigi. I was fine with either one. No, I don't play this anyway. He's never ever going to be in Smash. We've established this. Merritt established this on Fanbyte in 2019. And That's I think true. she's right. I mean, like, I, I think... I literally think she's right. <laughs> I mean, I, I just... I really think, like, Sakurai, uh, bless him, just feels this, like, incredible undue pressure to really, you know, always listen to these fans and whatever. And I think this, this move of never putting Waluigi in is, like... One of the ways that he can exercise some power when he feels like he's just been tethered to this thing for 20 years. Um, His last bastion of agency. Yeah. And so I'm I'm really happy it wasn't Waluigi, uh, even though I, I do think Waluigi is a funny character. <laughs> I uh, I was happy it wasn't him. I, Sora makes a lot of sense. Like, I get it. I think it's a pretty boring choice. Yeah. Um, I, one, of, one, of the, uh, one of the really funny uh, observations I saw was like, no one thinks of Sora as a magic user because like I, I think like the meta typically for uh, Kingdom Hearts players is just like, you know, do mostly like action, you know, attack DPS stuff with Sora because Donald is doing magic and Goofy is basically doing defense. Uh, but like a lot of his moves in Smash are like magic oriented, which is just very it's very odd, uh, hmm. just kind of conspicuous by Donald Duck's ax, uh, absence, I guess. Um, it is also like how many of the D- like there was already before DLC the joke about how every new character in Smash Brothers is a guy with a sword. And yep. since yeah. the DLC has come out, we've had fucking Cloud. We've had Rex. Yep. No, sorry. Yeah, Pyra, who, who is a sword. Yep. Um, Sephiroth. Um, fucking now this uh, Dragon yeah. Quest hero. Yep. Dragon also Quest a sword hero. user. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's, just, it's a lot. Byleth, yeah. yeah, it's it's just it, it's a lot. I think um, 
I don't know. Like we were, we were on the stream uh, on Tuesday uh, watching the reveal and uh, Colin, it very sweet was basically saying what you said, Natalie, like you're, uh, you're happy for the folks that are happy. And I said, I'm not because you know what? Like Kingdom Hearts <laughs> folks, they've eaten, they've had food, yeah. they've had Kingdom Hearts three and it was garbage. They've had this. You got three. Game, yeah. That's just and it. it was garbage. And it's just like, y'all are eating like y'all, y'all have your Kingdom Hearts stuff. It's it, the problem is, is that everybody that isn't already a total pervert for Kingdom Hearts is looking at Kingdom Hearts like this game hasn't evolved or done anything interesting since the PlayStation one original release of this game. And like it, like this is just, I don't know, hardwired childhood teen nostalgia for most people and not actually uh, a good video game series. I'm very sorry for like when we do our kingdom hearts episodes and we should do them at some point, I will probably just not be on them because like it is tough (laughs) for me, tough, (laughs) tough for me. Did I say PS one? I meant PS two. Um, and I think that just makes me want to have you on more. Yeah. Well, I mean, I played the original PS2 release. I played Kingdom Hearts 1 and I played it to completion. And I, it was so, and Nikki, Nikki made this point on the stream as well. Um, it, there, there will probably never be another game like it. And I kind of said, well, yeah, but there's Fortnite. But Nikki said, no, it it's different because like Disney was going through a financial hardship in the late 90s early aughts right. disney almost and went bankrupt a lot of like, people forget that before yeah, the Disney MCU. almost went bankrupt and so oh, wow. this was a almost like a punt a desperation attempt at basically some sort of crossover success and it helped revitalize the disney brand and now of course disney is this unstoppable juggernaut that owns basically you know 50 percent of all media basically so there, there will probably never be anything like it in a sense. So I, I definitely understand it from a cultural relevance perspective. I just like, I, I reject its position as like a respected franchise here. Um, mm. But that's me. I'm a, the, the kingdom hearts hater has logged on and I'm, I'm sorry if that's annoying for folks, but that's where I am. No, I think you made a really good point about like the eating thing of just like, yeah, I've had it. <laughs> yeah, like they they had their chance to after 15 years say, um, hey, this is why we like the like the here's the 15 year. I don't even know how long it was like gap between King Hearts 2 and King Hearts 3. Yeah. And we're going to put that game out and people are allowed going to be allowed to like, you know, see if it was worth the wait. And we saw it and it absolutely was not <laughs> like even people who love Kingdom Hearts were like, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Right. Um, I, <clears throat> I don't I don't think it set the world on fire, but uh, it did yeah. not. It did not. So we're probably going to go ahead and blow through some of these other stories. I don't think they're quite as big as that very divisive choice, but um, a big game, as it turns out, is a one thing called New World by Amazon Game Studios. Um, I want to call this the new world every single time. Yeah, uh, I it, I talk about it, but yeah, it's, no, it's it's just new world. Yeah, is this a the outer? I still see people calling games, uh, not even just making the outer worlds, outer wilds mix up, but saying the outer wilds and outer worlds, whereas it is outer wilds, no definite article, right? And yeah. the outer the, worlds, the outer worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's one of those situations. It's, huh? one of, well, it's one of those situations for me. Yeah. Turns out the real confusing thing about this game, though, is how to fucking play it because <laughs> nobody can. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it nuked Nikki's computer when they tried to play it. Um, live on stream. <laughs> live on stream. You could go check the VOD. Um, uh, we we learned, store windows. We learned that you can't name your character Jeff Bezos, uh, which is very funny. Um, and uh, yeah, we didn't actually get our hands on this one, but a lot of people are. I mean, this is like a big. I mean, this is pretty big right now. I don't know if it's going to last until uh, Inwalker comes out, but I don't it's think a, so. It's a brand new MMO, and it seems like people are interested in a brand new MMO, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm surprised it's doing so well just because Amazon has struggled for so many years to really yeah. get a game off the ground. And yeah. I feel like this one snuck up, at least on me. Like everything that I had heard about New World beforehand was just like, um, colonization simulator or something like that. Uh, people were not very and still aren't very um, prone to giving it like goodwill because Amazon. Yeah. Um, and just Bad suddenly company. it spiked. Yeah. Suddenly it spiked. And then it's like how many hundreds of thousands Twitch viewers? I think something like over 500,000, 600,000, something like that. Yeah. Something ridiculous. It's like breaking concurrent records on yeah, Steam. Yeah, on or Steam. Something. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 it was a very, very big release. Um, but there were some, like, weird things. Like, uh, someone sent me this note. Let me, let me, let me find it real quick. I should have pulled it up. Uh, that, um, uh, the, the New World, the New World devs were adding servers, but there was a, uh, there, there was actually an exploit. I think they may have patched this out, but you mm. could you could continuously run into a corner to avoid being F, uh, AFK. Um, mm. So like oh, nobody, like yeah. So nobody was getting logged out when they figured out that was happening, um, and it took them a few days to to basically get around that exploit. So there's like a new AFK detection system um, that they're working on, and there's just a lot of stuff that like. Uh, to Jordan's point in the chat right now, this is all mostly day one stuff for an MMO, and yeah. uh, uh, the team this is a solved problem. Yeah, I mean, this is this is like a problem that other MMOs have figured out, and uh, um, it's just interesting. I don't want to, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe this game has done a, a no man's sky, and I just haven't really paid attention to it in the sense of. Um, you know, they may have they, they've they've put some mildly interesting systems into this game, and there's like yeah. a there's like fact there's like faction stuff and PvP and and um uh you know there's some interesting stuff. I don't know if this moves me much um uh in terms of wanting to try it out, but I I guess I guess I get why it why it's been uh, fairly popular. Yeah, Mike Williams and I were talking about this a good bit on Channel F, the other um main video game podcast for fanbyte.com. If people want to go give it a listen, Merritt just did some new ideas on it and it's wild now. <laughs> it's a very different show. But we still talked about video games, including this one. And we kind of talked about like speaking of the day one stuff, I like I'm trying to like figure out if people actually like playing this video game or if it's just literally because the thing me and Mike talked about, which is there was a long time there, and we see this with every single genre. We just saw this happen with Battle Royales. We just saw this happen with like um, online CCGs. We see this happen with um, gotchas. We see this happen with everything. Um, where back in the day, 2003, 2004, whatever, World of Warcraft came out. It was the biggest thing on the planet. Yeah. Um, everybody then immediately 
put all of their teams, EA included, like onto get out a fucking MMO right now. And so you saw like the DC MMO, the Marvel MMO, the fucking new fake MMO over here, Wildstar, Tabula Rasa, you know, and then like a year of that and none of them hit because they were just also ran kind of oftentimes kind of garbage. And also because World of Warcraft would just look at those games and say, oh, that's a cool idea you got over there. And then just put that in their game. <laughs> put it in their game. Yep. Um, war- the one example that I-, I brought up on Channel F because it's the one I remember vividly um, firsthand was uh, Warhammer Online introduced the idea of public quests where you would just be like, Hey, and destiny does this now. Final fantasy does this now in final fantasy is called fates. Um, where there will be for 15 minutes in a big giant zone, just a bunch of things happening. And you can go in there um, without matchmaking, just walking to it and then get a bunch of XP and rewards and cool stuff. Warhammer really touted itself on that idea. And then world of Warcraft was like, all right, that's ours now. Yep. <laughs> like, thank, thank you. Um, and then so everybody went running, screaming away from the from the MMO franchise or from the MMO genre, rather. And we haven't seen anything else like it really since because Final Fantasy 14 came out at around that same time. It just managed to weather the storm. And this one is funny because it is it has been so long since this came out, but it doesn't seem very good in a lot of ways. Because and like so the specific uh, day one thing that um, I wanted to tie this all back to that Jordan was mentioning was I, the one thing I read when I was trying to find is new world good. I looked on like an article on PC gamer. I'm sorry. I don't remember the name of the article or the, or the author. I apologize for not saving that um, was them basically saying like, I'm losing my mind trying to hunt eight wolves in this fucking fetch quest <laughs> because you need to like pick up like eight wolf pelts. But the minute I kill any wolf in this game, other players just run up and take my uh, wolf pelts because it's just public looting oh, on wow. all of the corpses. Wow. Wow. This is incredible. <laughs> that is wild. Uh, I, I just like, and I bought this game and I'm like, if I just return this game, I don't know if it's worth trying because I bought it to maybe try and play with Ka, but I don't know. The more I read about it, the more it sounds like this is like empty hype. Like it is just literally people have not had new content for an MMO mm-hmm. in a minute. Right, right. Yeah. I'll be surprised I wonder, if it lasts. Yeah, I would be surprised too. I, I wonder, and I'm going to make, I'm going to wonder something out loud and it's, I don't know. D- d- Final Fantasy XIV attracts a very specific audience that I think is like, you know, very interested in kind of world building and story and cosmetics and um, I don't know. I almost dare say like kind of like a like uh, almost a leftist kind of ideal, right? Oh, for of, sure. Yeah. Of of like MMO players, I wonder if New World success is kind of coming from the opposite direction. Like you've got this like pseudo colonialism vibe. You've got like very realistic kind of uh, visuals overall. You've got like public looting. You've got like systems that seem to be in place that I don't know, maybe bugs and not features, but they do seem like they are like grief heavy, uh, like griefing heavy, um, you know, like systems. And I wonder if there's almost this kind of like, well, that's that's what the folks that play Final Fantasy like, but we need something for a different kind of demographic. Like, I wonder uh-huh. if that's kind of like the I wonder if that's the vibe. I don't know. I haven't played it. But when I've watched people play it, I kind of think that might be the vibe a little bit. 
I don't know. You think the Amazon Corporation may, in fact, lean <laughs> a little bit more libertarian <laughs> yeah, than I, Model I, Fantasy fourteen does? Yeah, I mean, I do, I do get the sense that, like, yeah, I, I, it from from the original concept, which used to be much more colonial in nature. Um, yeah, they've really tried to get away. They've from really yeah. tried to get away from that. Um, uh, for, to kind of just the systems that were live on day one, it just, yeah, it just seems like they're like, okay, they've got their demographic and that's probably not changing anytime soon. So let's do something pretty different. Yeah. And from a marketing perspective, that's maybe not the worst idea, which is, you know, I think probably bears itself out a little bit because of this massive week one success that they've had, even despite all of the problems of folks have had getting online, even folks that have had issues with their computers, uh, even folks that have played the game and realized it maybe wasn't for them. It's still like a massively successful week, even if, uh, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea. So I don't know. It'll be an, an interesting thing to, to watch. Cause I, it, it felt like a couple months ago, it started to turn and we started to see more like, this is getting into the weeds, but we started to see more like Google trends searches for this game. So like, it wasn't a total surprise for us on the media side that this was going to like be fairly popular, but I am right. surprised that it had like that many concurrence the first mm -hmm. couple of days. It, it also came out at basically the exact right time. Like, yeah. We're dead zone. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, wow. Right now is in a really shitty place. Mm -hmm. Um, and and we're like right it like right before Final Fantasy 14, where like a lot of people are probably in that frustrating little bubble of, well, I can't get early access to this, so I, but I do want to play some kind of MMO. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a perfect perfect storm. It feels like for sure, and it has led to a lot of people be um, stuck in server queues. But yep. um, I hope at bare minimum. Hey, I hope the game is good. I hope it is actually um, worth it, worth the money and the time that some people are going through for those people. Maybe I'll get to play it sometime <laughs> myself and find out for myself. I am actually mostly curious about like and we uh, this is a stupid thing to say because I could just be this person. We could just be this website. I'm curious to read the article in six months from now about like the new storyline in New World does this and this. And it's like, whoa, I can't believe they did that for whatever reason. Either like I could see it going either way, John, more in the direction of like, hey, the new um, the, the, like I could see this headline being like the new uh, expansion in New World uh, lets you make slaves or something like that. Right, or yeah, it could yeah. be there's, like there's now an imprisonment system. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Or the, or the exact opposite. I could I could also see it being like the new New World uh, campaign actually like seems to be anti-capitalist right, or something sure. like that. You know, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll see something like that down the line. Maybe this will all go up in a uh, puff of smoke. Yeah. Uh, but a thing that did not go up in a puff of smoke and in fact took the internet by storm for a little bit there is something that Natalie I believe you've taken a ton of notes about <laughs> called uh, Stranger of Paradise. Yeah, the Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Origin. Origin. Um, uh, I played the original demo of this and I liked it quite a bit from a gameplay perspective. Um, sounds like there's a new demo. There is a new demo. I was supposed to play it, but I had a lot of chronic pain last night, so I wasn't able to. So instead, I watched a bunch of videos on it um, just because, you know, this is hot new demo right now. It's like I downloaded it on the PS5, it's like right there on the front page of the store. Um, it's, I, I wrote a lot of notes on this because I just think its trajectory is, 
interesting. So the first mm. the first sort of trailer that we got was memed to hell and back. Uh, just because like in the span of something like two and a half minutes, the word chaos was uttered about eight times or something like that. Um, and so as part of the latest trailer that they just showed at Tokyo Game Show, um, producer Jean Fujiwara uh, had an interview with The Gamer. And he talked about how... <laughs> Basically, they didn't expect the reaction of like the chaos memes and weren't actually pleased about it. Uh, he he says verbatim, it's obviously not something we're terribly pleased about. But I think looking back on it from where we are now, it may have had a slight positive impact if it got people interested. From our point of view, it's better than nobody paying attention. Which, yeah, but like I am, I am surprised that they. We're surprised um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because like I I think a lot of people are playing this and sort of giving it a lot of credit of being in on the jokes. But like from this interview, I think if anything, it's clear that they're not in on the jokes. The latest trailer moves away entirely from mentioning chaos even once um, and it focuses more on so this is supposed to be an origin prequel to Final Fantasy One. Um, you know, you have the four warriors of light, and you have uh, you play mainly as Jack Garland, who obviously later on becomes Jack Garland. Apparently, becomes Garland. Yeah, <laughs> becomes Jack Garland. Well, that was that was literally Jack Garland becomes Jack, Jack Garland. Garland. No, he there... becomes Garland, and like apparently. They thought they were being coy about right. that with the first trailer. But everybody guessed it immediately. Everybody guessed it immediately. So now they did a total marketing change to make it about the mystery of how Jack becomes Garland. Garland, right. And so it's like they just keep showing that they don't seem to have like – they don't have a finger on the pulse of what people are seeing with this game. And like it's – there's a lot of edgy humor in it. Like, for example, the thing that went viral is that uh, they meet after this boss fight. Uh, you meet your one female party member so far named Neon. And she has this entire monologue about what chaos is. And she talks about the darkness and she talks about how uh, the darkness, the beasts, this despair that eats away at people's hearts. It's easy to blame a single thing for all that. And she then goes, so I decided to become a sacrifice. I offered myself to the darkness and prayed to become chaos. Because essentially the story is that uh, if someone goes to the chaos shrine to look for chaos and defeat chaos uh, and they meet a boss figure, that person eventually becomes chaos. And that's essentially what probably happens to Jack Garland. Um, and so she says this and then Jack just goes bullshit and then he plays like a heavy metal on his phone it's and Limp walks Biscuit, away. It's right? Yeah. Or is that, yeah I can't, it's Limp I can't, Biscuit. I literally couldn't tell if that was like a fake video that somebody put together as like it a joke. No, that no, no. It was, okay. it was their video. Yeah, it was. Yeah, was and the incredible. way that it's framed, it, it it is stating essentially that he plays that music as he turns around and says that what she said is bullshit. He keeps that playing until they leave the area, uh -huh. and then once it's they stop, it's so odd, and it's so it's funny. It's like this weird sense of humor, but I don't think they're earning the credit of like being in on it. This is clearly not them being like, <laughs> That's oh, this thing. is like a, a parody of Final Fantasy, and we're doing this deliberately. Like they were not in on the fact that people were like. 
okay, this person just said, like, in this trailer, we just had chaos for, like, eight times over the course of two minutes. Um, yeah, it it straight up does, it does seem like when, when you watch any of these videos, it seems like, oh, there's no possible way they're not in on the joke. Like, actually, this is brilliant. And then you read the interviews with them, and they're just like, we have no idea what's going on. We're kind of mad about it. <laughs> like, right, exactly. And I don't want to give them that credit. Um, I was talking about it with a friend who put herself through the demo. She didn't like it. Um, and she was like, this is Final Fantasy for the small percentage of people that either don't like Final Fantasy, but show up in every thread to talk about how the guys aren't manly enough, or that they only saw the Titus laugh scene out of context, are trying to be contrary as to like what the series has traditionally been about. And I kind of really agree with that i don't um, know like but as somebody who has played the the game demos like it, to me it almost like i i can see that from a from a tonal thing and i don't want to completely mm -hmm. undercut it but at the same time i'm almost more like this isn't i barely even think of this as a final fantasy game right and it, they, it, yeah. they it's, this right. is team ninja yeah and uh, i mean I think they're aware of that as well because the director, Daisuke Inoue, said, I think one of the things that we always come back to is that Final Fantasy is a series that always challenges new things. It takes on new challenges and ideas. And I think in that sense, this is a, this is a particularly Final Fantasy-like Final Fantasy because we're taking on some really big new challenges for this title. And I'm like, I mean, kind of. That's kind of what I've always said. Like, Final Fantasy is a, is a series that constantly evolves and is able to last as long as it has through that evolution but i don't think that's quite the same here like i guess you have staples like you have you know the spell names are similar you have yeah. a few there like bombs in that first trailer like right the, the you got recognizable bombs. little you know you got the black mage and all that you got like there are recognizable things but this doesn't really seem like final fantasy to me and i think no, they're yeah. That's just it's a Neo game like that's just yeah. it at the end of the day. It's like this is the team that made Neo and Neo 2 and this game plays a lot like Neo and Neo 2. It's just <laughs> like I th I think personally they saw um, and maybe this is like not a particularly interesting um, thing for them to have taken away from it. And I think there's an argument to be made around there. But like they I think they to a certain degree saw how successful mining nostalgia for Final Fantasy is in Final Fantasy 14 mm -hmm. and like oh we're gonna have the cloud of darkness we're gonna have Kefka show up we're gonna have you know like this weird little reference here these oh these two characters look like Zorn and Thorn from Final Fantasy 9 this boss is a reference to this whatsoever all that stuff oh battle in the big a uh, battle on the big bridge plays all that kind of thing that happens and then they said like what if we had started applying that to other genres of video game because what they've done is they've just made a neo game they're like a like a dark souls game mm -hmm. that is a little bit more technical with a little bit of like more ninja gaiden flavor in it and then also just said and also garland is here and the the enemies you fight are enemies from the first final fantasy um right. the the franchise almost doesn't matter at a certain point they're literally not even putting final fantasy at the, is the the first part of the title of this game the yeah. title of the game is stranger of paradise stranger of paradise which makes no fucking sense it's a bad title by itself but i think it's i i disagree i think stranger yeah? of paradise is a great title like okay it is what is like one of the only things going for this game for me is it's got and it's also one thing that makes me think that they might be in on the joke because stranger of paradise is a fucking bonkers name for a video yeah. game and That's like true. i'm like and this guy pulls out an iphone and a cloak 
like a fucking organization 13 cloak plays Limp Biscuit, walks out of a cathedral and turns it off so he can continue his conversation. I don't know that they're not in on the joke. And if they're not, then they've created like a Tommy Wiseau level of like unawareness uh, for a video game, which like I can't remember the last time that's happened. So. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they it, like because it's an afterthought. It's a literal afterthought. Final Fantasy Origin in the title. It does seem like an odd like part of this canon. But I'm excited to see like how it fits. I don't know. It's it's very strange. It's a curious thing, right? Yeah. It's it's different and it's weird and it has just enough that people. You know, they're like, oh, the story before Final Fantasy one. And I guess that is interesting. <laughs> a game that has almost no story to speak of, by the way. No story. <laughs> a game that they just remastered so everyone could go play it and go, huh, this game really doesn't have a story, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it comes out March 18 for the PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, S, and the Epic Game Store. I will say, though, that I really mm. liked the music. That I heard in the demo, it reminded so me a lot of Final Fantasy. So you love Biscuit. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah. No, Natalie but it sounds Limp a lot Biscuit. like Final Fantasy 13's music, and that is mm. the best soundtrack in the entire series to me. So, so you I'm, love Limp Biscuit. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this, this is a curious one. I, I just... I. I want to see where they take it, but I, I definitely won't give it the credit yet just because it's like, if we're doing a whole 180 on the marketing because you weren't, like you didn't count for the possibility that people saw the very obvious plot that you express in the trailer. I'm like, yeah. so how far does that extend into like areas of obliviousness regarding your audience? Yeah. And I think that maybe just speaks to like what you and I go to certain franchises for or are willing to go to certain franchises for sometimes, too, because I know you you have are very much on record as saying you are like story first type of person, whereas yeah. I like Neo. I like Dark Souls. You know, I'll like even if this game has like complete garbage story, like I've, I also played Metroid Other M, which is the maybe the worst story of any Nintendo game ever released, <laughs> um, which is saying a lot about a company that also doesn't do much story. But Metroid Other M played OK. Like, I, I enjoyed that just like playing it just fine um, and suffered through the rest of it. Uh, and I I will do the same with this game if it's a halfway decent Neo follow up, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I did say we we're going to go through stuff quickly. We're not going through stuff quickly at all, but um, I will go down this list. Thank you, by the way, Natalie, for putting this list together. <laughs> no problem. There's there's a good amount of stuff i mean for final fantasy in terms of the month like we got an update on final fantasy 16 yeah uh, now kiyoshida says the main scenario is complete uh the development team is currently working on wrapping up the various side quests as well as finalizing the character models and making a few quality improvements um it, it just makes me think this is a big era for Final Fantasy protagonists with very basic white names. Like we have Jack Garland and then Final Fantasy 16, <laughs> the protagonist is Clive. And I'm like, damn, big era for people who aren't named <laughs> Lightning or Squall. Those aren't also, I know like, I don't know, maybe those were common white person names in the 1940s or something like that. I've <laughs> never met somebody named Clive in my life. Yeah, Cli Clive is big, big, like, 1970s British person. <laughs> yeah. It's so strange. 
We also um, had the latest life ladder in September for right. Endwalker, oh, yeah. big like five hour Endwalker live ladder. Um, you know, they demoed the new jobs and also the changes to previous jobs. Um, our next episode of 99 Potions will be our Endwalker preview chat with Michael Hyam and Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, just to play it safe, all that I'll say from the live ladder is that they showed the new jobs and we played them in the preview. Um, yeah. And they, they cool. the tooltips were leaked yesterday. Whoever did yes, that. Yes, they were. I hate y'all. Damn. Like you, you <laughs> messed it up for the rest of us. Um, uh, yeah, that's all that I'll say just to uh, play it safe and not break embargo. But we did play yeah. it for uh, an entire day and we will have more thoughts on it uh, next week. Nice. Um, from my corner of the world, uh, there's not a lot to say here. So I'll just say Monster Hunter Rise is getting a very predictable expansion. Um, Sunbreak is what it's called. Um, that'll be out next summer, I want to say, which I say predictable, not because like um, Sunbreak itself is like a predictable name or anything like that, but just because Monster Hunter World had an expansion called Iceborne that was just basically the way the Monster Hunter used to work is they would re-release their games um, a year later um, with a bunch of extra content and you'd have to replay it. Now it seems like they have fully moved into the nope, we're just going to put out expansions type thing. Yeah. So that's going to happen. Uh, Rune Factory 5 is also going to allow same sex uh, same sex relationships, which is exciting for me because I really, really like Rune Factory. Um, yes, Story Seasons did that change in the last year as well. And it's it's kind of surreal to see finally these like dating life sim farming series that I grew up with, like finally be open to yeah. same sex marriages. It's it's taken a while. Um, too long. Understandably, but uh, a little too long for sure. And I'm glad that at least now we finally will be able to get that. But I think that's most of the big stuff that we have on this list here. There's some other stuff, but we'll come back around on certain games. We'll have that Final Fantasy 14 stuff next week. Um, otherwise, I think uh, we kind of got to get ready to wrap up here. Thank you all for sticking in with me. Yeah, Thank of course. You, thanks Steven, for, for thanks hosting. for hosting. Of course. Talking um, about our game of the year, New World. Let's see. <laughs> well, <laughs> game of the year conversations tomorrow, Natalie. Don't worry. I know. <laughs> uh, but other conversations can be had on Twitter if you want to follow us on there. I am at Steven Strum. Jordan uh, is at Jordan underscore Mallory. Uh, Natalie, where can people find you? You can find me at Hardy Mesia. That's R I M E C I A on Twitter. John, where can people find you? You can find me at Floppy Adult on Twitter. And you can find Fanbyte Media on Twitter at, at Fanbyte Media until you can't, because maybe that'll happen at yeah. some point in the near future, hopefully. Um, other than that, I think it's about time to roll on up to this here a big old wooden bar. It's made of. Is that. That's I think that's sandalwood it smells great. Thank you very much uh, for taking such good care of it, shopkeeper. But if you could slide me a little potion to take a sip from and Cheers I'll turn to my to friends. Sora. Sora smashed. <laughs> and here's the Sora smash. Sora. And here's to the Kingdom Hearts folks that never, ever get what they want. <clears throat> yeah, huh? <laughs> we could do a little clink, clink, Thank you.
Oh, wait, the bartender says this is an Ikea. It's just particle board, the bar. Oh, well, I we'll find have, a new place. I shouldn't have slammed my arm down so hard. Oh, it's broken. Ah, <laughs> beans. Just like Kingdom Hearts fans. All <laughs> Bye. I like their heart. <laughs> <laughs>